the two game sevens, both in the Eastern Conference. Last week, it looked like that wasn't going to happen. Looked like, I mean, again, as I was just talking about, it looked like we were going to have three game sevens. And I, the Jazz were up by 20-something, and they blew it, and they lose, and they get eliminated. So that gives us two, though. You know, we had one in the first round. We get two here in the second round. And I want to start with the Brooklyn Nets and, and Milwaukee series. And before I go into this, this is, again, one of those things where I'm hoping I'm wrong mm-hmm. um, because I am rooting for the Bucks. I don't want Brooklyn to win. Uh, my New York Knicks the opposite, but yeah. blood is running through me. So, yes, this comes from a very biased viewpoint. I'm not going to lie. I, well, I hope Brooklyn loses <laughs> by 30. Right. I would enjoy that very, very much so. Um, however, I don't think that's going to happen. I had this series over in six originally. It gets to seven. Um, really, after the first two games, I thought it was going to be over in five. Um, give Milwaukee credit because, you know, I, I feel like they were fortunate to take game three. Brooklyn didn't have the great offensive. Night. Right. Uh, and then game four, you know, Kyrie has the injury. But Brooklyn still had their chance late. Yeah, they had their chance. And they didn't get it done. Did you Um, know Kyrie was the second leading scorer in that game? Yes. And he only played like first quarter and a half? He's been sneaky. Like, you look at his numbers this year, and they they were just off the charts. I mean, he's just unbelievable this year, uh, despite everything. You know, might miss some games here and there just because he didn't feel like playing. You know, but let's just be honest. But, you know, he's been unbelievable. And now we have a game seven between these two teams and very similar to the way that I told you how it would go down between the the Mavericks and the Clippers in round one in that game seven. Right. It's the same thing. Game seven is about superstars. I looked at that Clipper and and, uh, Dallas series and I said, both teams have one, right? You got Luka, you got Kawhi, but then which one is more polished at this point? Right. Kawhi. He's not going to lose this game. What happened? He didn't lose the game. Right? It was over. Now I look at this situation again. Which teams have superstars? Well, Brooklyn's got plenty. Right. And Milwaukee's got Giannis. Which one's more polished? Give me Kevin Durant. I, I think you're I think you're talking about the wrong two guys in this scenario. Oh, I you think always need somebody to, to go there, but I think the uh, one but, game... Well, I, really... I think you should be talking about Kevin Durant and Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton. Because Middleton, Middleton's been the go-to guy down the stretch of these games. And, well, he's, he's been hitting the big three. And he's, right. been de- he's been delivering because he's... He, unlike Giannis has to get to the bucket to get his his points. Middleton create, created a shot and shoot jumpers and threes. And I, I think Middleton... When it comes down to to games tightly contested, he's more of the uh, he's more of the Batman than the Robin when the, when the game's on the line, so to speak. You know, <clears throat> and and I get what you're saying, but, but regardless, it's either KD versus right versus Giannis or KD versus Chris Middleton. It, it, you need you need Giannis to to have one of those thirty twenty, you know, and Ten type games, maybe right. not twenty, but you know, you, you need him to fill the stat sheet. And and I look at it as what player down the stretch is going to be able to take over a game and and do it more effectively, and that's Kevin Durant. Right. 
you know, and that's honestly what I think Game 7 is about. And so far, may not be all the time, but yeah. I think the majority of the time you can kind of wrap up these games. I think they get made bigger into what they really come right. down to. I think what it just comes down to is is the superstars. And I, I just think Kevin Durant is, is more polished right. at this point um, than, than Giannis is. This could be Giannis's breakthrough, right? right. You know, could this be, yep. could be the start of something. Everybody has to kind of push through. Could it happen? Yeah, it could happen. I just don't think it does. In Brooklyn, I I, th- I just think Durant's going to be too I'm, much. I'm I'm leaning Brooklyn in this one, and, and I I think you're you're right about everything you said. But I think what's important about this game is the start of this game. You you see the games that the Bucks have won in this series, even Game Five where where Kevin Durant willed his team back to a win the the bucks get off to these fast starts and get double digits leads early on in the first quarter the bucks can't get a double digit lead in the first quarter i think the nets run away with this one but i, I don't know they the nets have to find that second guy to to come score in, in game five it was it was um jeff green in game six there really wasn't anybody Harden had 16, but Harden, Harden's the shell of himself. Right, and and the, there was points in that game where the where the the ball wouldn't move from Harden, where normally he could shake a guy and get past him. The ball would kind of get stuck at Harden, and and then and that affected the offense. But I, I, I think you're right. It's going to come down to Kevin Durant and one of the two Bucks superstars. And at the end of the day, who do you trust more? You trust Kevin Durant more because. He's done it in the playoffs. He, he's done it in the conference finals. He's done it in the NBA finals. And, and these moments, he, he's he's ready made for. You know, it, and and I will say one more caveat here. Okay. I got officiating has a lot to do with. It. I, I love Kevin Durant. I, I I want the Nets to win, and, and I, I think Kevin Durant's an awesome player. But I think officiating in these series. I kind of try to extend extend series a little bit, in in my opinion. And how this game was officiated early, especially if you see a guy like PJ Tucker getting foul ter- trouble early. Oh yeah, that, that's yeah. yeah. I I think that's I think that's good. now could PJ Tucker be called for a foul every single time down the court? Absolutely, but I, I think you're going to see you, you may see PJ Tucker getting foul trouble early. Is this what the NBA does? They they want their big markets to, and and they help out their superstars, and and that's just the fact. If it was LeBron, it'd be the same case. You, you you give them a benefit of the doubt, but I I think the way the officiating's been and and last night it was god awful. It it was terrible, um, but it and it always has been. The NBA keeps running back the same. This is a segment for it. I'm getting off on a, a tangent and a rant, but. You see the same NBA officials every single year, and they always suck. Uh, but I think in game game seven, you may see see a guy like PJ Tucker. While he's not doing anything offensively, he's huge for them defensively and and, and cleaning up the boards and things like that. Right. And um, and has given Durant the most trouble of anybody. But I I could see him getting two quick fouls early on, and making things a lot easier for Kevin Durant, yeah. too. I mean, that's just a fact. And I think a big a big <clears throat> thing that you need to do, and 
you know, look, game six kind of kept having this same reincurring theme, right? The Bucks jumped out to the big lead. Right. I, it looks like, okay, maybe they run away with it. But Brooklyn was able to chip away and get it down to five right. several times. But then Chris Middleton hit a big three. You know, started pushing back the Nets. They Every time the Nets went on a run, the, the Bucks pushed them back. They had an answer, yes. yeah. And that might what it's going to take once again to right. beat them in Brooklyn. But here's, here's the thing for me. It, it's you, you got to come out. And it's got to be from the jump. You got to be right. ready if you're Milwaukee. You can't start off this game cold. Right. It, and I will say the thing for Kevin Durant is in the first quarter of these games, he goes and he stands in the corner and, and doesn't take the game by the throat in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. He normally he normally flows into the game. I think he's going to have to, if this game is, is getting out of hand a little bit in the first quarter, we certainly know the Nets right. could come back. But I think he's got to start sooner rather than later trying to get his buckets. I think the fast the fast start is more important for Milwaukee being yeah, the absolutely. road team in this. Uh, the build confidence, you know, quiet the crowd a little bit. It's right. going to be a game seven. It's going to be loud. It's going to be a little hostile. You got to try to control the crowd, control right. the emotions. It's really important. I think if you get off to a slow start, it may, it, you know, Brooklyn might not be lighting it up early on. Right, but the point is, I think that just in a close game, I think it benefits the Nets. So if you think this game, let's say the quarter, the first quarter ends tied 30-30. I would say that's huge advantage Nets. Yeah, because it just sets it up down the stretch where I think Durant's going to be too even, much. Even if it's a two or three point game, right. I think even if the Nets are down by less than five, I think that's advantage Nets. If you just come out, if you're the Bucks and you jump up eight, ten points, right. It's you, huge. You're giving yourself a cushion right. uh, to mess up. Taking down the, the crowd out of it. They start <laughs> to get worried. The Nets start pressing a little bit. Right. You know, I think I, 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 I And think that's it's something we've seen as great as he is. That's something we've seen James Harden do is in these situations. He presses more than than he makes plays. I mean, this is just, <laughs> just time and time again. So you, you don't want to have to rely on Harden to make, make shots down the stretch, though he can. And um, he's got to figure out a way to not necessarily play better. He just has to eliminate the turnovers. And if he's not going to take a shot, he needs to get rid of it and not let the ball, not let the ball sit. The ball has to move for the Nets to be be effective and efficient. And and another thing is it's it's home court. Blake Griffin, even as a vet, he's played better at home. Yeah. Jeff Green, game five, home court. And and uh, Joe Harris some somehow, I, I figured he's probably bound to have a good good game. And he sometime. struggled and, and had a little right. bit of momentum going into the fourth quarter. Maybe right. being at home is a little bit better right. for him. Um, you know, but I, again, I just think there's there's so much that has to go right for Milwaukee right to I win agree. this game. Yeah, and it's they have done a lot better than I thought they would. Right. To be honest, I mean they got when again when they were down two, uh, I, I thought the series right. was and over. Now, I th- yeah, and I think they they got some help. They got some help from the Nets in Game Three, where where the Nets just played terrible. Right, Game and, Three and, was, and game that was four. the game. That was the last game they beat the Nets with a with a decent right. Nets roster. Yeah, and, and so and, they got the gift of injuries. In <laughs> Game Four, like I said, I, I obviously Kyrie going down hurts the Nets, but they still had a chance. Yeah, know, they still had a and chance, they, and they they didn't get it done. 
Um, you know, I give Milwaukee a lot of credit for the way they came out and played on their home court. But do you think Nash is I, – I don't think he's – I think there's some things he could do with – because Milwaukee's obviously killed him on the boards. I, I, I think I think at some point you may want to give DeAndre Jordan a run at, at center and see if he could clean up some boards because second stand, I think second you got to pick the Bucks because yeah. he's just clearly limited. I yeah. mean, he's not that same guy that he was, even though he's right. not like ancient. Right. But he was a one-trick pony. Right. You know, it was absolutely catching lobs, finishing on, on you know, put. But back you did the, the Nets need somebody to to rebound. You, you got it, and I get with that. That was the concern going into the series right. that Milwaukee's going to be able to take advantage of. Um, you know, sometimes though, yeah, you got to pick your spots. I think you you could consider it, but at the same time, you kind of let your star power because. Because, again, like, Golden State was winning championships, and they were being out-rebounded by, like, 15. Like, Tristan right. Thompson destroyed them on the boards, but it didn't matter because right. there were so many threes no drizzled. But it caught up know? to them the next year. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it really did. So, but I don't know. I just yeah, – I, I think rebounding is a simple process. Like, I, I don't get why you can't clean up the boards. It, it annoys me. Yeah, and, no, I, I mean. and I think that part of it is physicality, and, and, right. and, and I think Milwaukee is the more physical team. Right. Which, by the way, you are the more physical team. Why is Robert Lopez passing the ball, Brooke Lopez passing the ball, when he's matched up against Landry Shamit? Yeah, you got to You know go what I'm saying? Like, right like, like, shoot the ball, yeah, man. Go Come work. on. You got to go to work on that. Is that have you seen that? Like, that yeah, happens gotta, all gotta, the time. You got to take it to the rack. Yeah, yeah. you got you to gotta look to make the defense shift, get them out of it a little bit, or just look to get that one I mean, if Landry Shamit's guarding me, he's got the high advantage. I'm still shooting over Landry Shamit. And Brooks can, you know, uh, Lopez can score. Yeah, he can. I know he takes a less role with this team, and he is getting older himself. Right. Uh, but still a very quality player. But, man, you know, look, as I said, I think Game 7 sometimes gets looked at for so many different angles of people who try to dissect it and bigger than what it is. And I think it's just simple. It comes down to the superstars. Right. Which superstar is going to arise to the occasion? Which one's going to melt? Right. And you know what? The first one we talked about last week, what could play great in the game. Uh, didn't have a great fourth quarter. Right. That's what I mean. You have right. to learn how to do Absolutely. this. It, it, and, you know, it could be Giannis plays great all the way through. Uh, it, you know, it, and... Well, we've seen it through this Durant series. Durant might just hit a shot, or it could be vice versa. Right. You know what I mean? It could be like that, but I just... I, right now, I just think Durant fourth quarter, close game. Giannis fourth quarter, close game. Give me Durant. Right. Make the, right. Well, and we've seen plays. it in this game, this series, is where it comes down to the fourth quarter. Giannis is a little more hesitant mm-hmm. because it's not his he, game. He's to not hit in, that shot. You're yeah. gonna have to. You got to hit that shot at some point. Right. And and the fourth and he can't quarter, hit the free throws either, so he's yeah. worried about getting fouled. Exactly, and that's the thing that kind of limits him. If he hit that, if he hits that shot, you can't stop him. Right. But he's not hitting, and that's the can. It's a make or miss league. Can you hit the shot? And I have more faith in Durant than I do Giannis. Right. That's that's what it comes down to, and that's why I give Brooklyn the edge in this one. I hope I'm wrong. I'm rooting for the Bucks. I'll be rooting for Giannis. I'll be rooting for Chris Middleton, uh, uh, you know, to hit those shots and send Brooklyn home just so I can laugh at their fake fans that they have uh, <laughs> that all to, all of a sudden become big Brooklyn fans. Um, I will say though, the NBA you follow them. you follow the superstars. You all don't follow 40 teams. Of them. Yeah, that's true, but yeah. I mean, all that's 40, my excuse. I follow players. Brooklyn Net fans. I hope they go home crying. <laughs> you know, so just, just go en- Bucks. Just enjoy the show. That's right. We'll <laughs> take a break here. We come back. Uh, we'll take a look at the other game seven, which is the 